to the Recovery Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. I'm a stroke survivor and grateful recovering alcoholic. Today's episode is about the power of small victories and how to keep the momentum going, whether it's working through post-stroke challenges, conquering the fear of living sober, you know, doing things doing all of your first things sober um, and getting past that idea of I'll never be able to do this for the rest of my life kind of thing. Um, Owning your first house, tackling anxiety of things like public speaking and all that stuff. Um, It's really looking at the power of, of progress um, you know, small, small victories. So this afternoon, I was sitting in the living room with my kids, and they were asking me, they're here for the holiday, of course, and they were asking me about how I've been feeling. So I said, well, um, my migraine injection seems to be working. I don't have the sharp pains in my head most of the time. Sometimes I have them a little bit, but um, most of the time I don't have them anymore. And they all just like their faces lit up and they were like, that's great. That's amazing. And I was thinking that the way that they responded was way more victorious than I have felt about it simply because I still deal with so much discomfort that I kind of lost sight of any kind of small victory because I'm just thinking, well, I still have this wrong and I still have that wrong, you know, and so having them respond that way really made me appreciate that that is a small victory and, um, and it's something that I can actually check off, you know, that there is something that I can do now <laughs> that I couldn't do before. And, and that is not necessarily, it's really not do as in an activity, but just be without pain, you know, and, and that is a, that is a small victory. Um, every day I feel the weight of the unknown. I feel, I feel like the simplest tasks are taxing on my head and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what my recovery looks like. Um, but the fact that I can actually look at my iPhone without having immediate sharp pains in my head should feel like a triumph. And I don't know that it does. Honestly, right now, I don't know that it feels like a victory. Um, I can only look at the phone when it's like on one screen and it's not scrolling or one app and it's not scrolling. Um, I can't switch apps or, you know, swipe and stuff like that uh, because that will trigger my head problems. But 
progress with this kind of brain damage is made in tiny steps. And I was told that in the very beginning. Um, and I don't know that with, with that kind of progress looking so like, you know, I've said it before, like progress isn't measured in days. You know, it's, it's not something that I can be like, well, I feel better than I did last week, or I feel better than I did yesterday. It's like watching a puppy grow up, you know, like we have this, this bulldog who used to be so tiny, I could hold him in, in my hand. And now he's 65 pounds. And I don't know, where, you know, I didn't see him grow. Uh, because I was I was looking at him every day. So the progress was not something I could really acknowledge. Um, so that's what it's going to look like. And I'm trying to figure out like, how to how to find victory in that, how to look at slow progress as progress, um, because it just, it almost doesn't feel like it's progress at all. Um, but if I take a look at what progress looked like in sobriety, I think that that's an important um, angle to look at it, because if I've been able to compare this stroke recovery um, so well to my sobriety recovery, I think it's important to look at what progress looked like, what small victories looked like when I started sobriety. And small victories were pivotal to maintaining my momentum and commitment to living one day at a time sober. Each time I faced a first, that's what I call them, a first, which means that, um, you know, the first time I went to a wedding and didn't drink, the first time I went to a happy hour after work and didn't drink, the first time that, I, you know, my drinking was so bad before I quit that it was the first time I drove to work and didn't drink. You know, the first time I sat in my cubicle at work and I didn't drink. I mean, it was, it was to that extent that I was drinking. Um, so all of these firsts, which would have been a situation where I would normally drink, those were my true tests. And although I was terribly uncomfortable in the beginning, facing these small tasks, just like I was talking about with the stroke recovery, facing these small tasks in life without drinking was, was completely uncomfortable for me because I was so used to just being numb when I did anything. So I didn't feel anxiety. I didn't feel excitement. I didn't feel fear. I just didn't feel and so when I first started to be able to do things and feel at the same time, 
I celebrated each time I walked out of a situation sober at the end of the evening, and I drove home sober, and I woke up not hungover, and that was the best feeling at all, waking up and not thinking, oh, what did I do last night, you know, and inevitably having like this just, you know, like my face just go flush, and the, and the, memory uh or the partial memory of what I had done the night before when I was drinking just was terrible it was like I would have like a panic attack um thinking about how I had embarrassed myself or what in the world that I had done that I wouldn't have done when I was sober um and each time that I found solace in healthier alternatives and then later starting to enjoy the healthier alternatives. All of these firsts marked significant wins in my sobriety. So much that, I mean, I remember it distinctly. I remember waking up the next morning after I attended um, a wedding sober I remember waking up after my first Halloween handing out candy sober. Um, And I remember how victorious and good that felt that I even had all those happy chemicals that I talk about. I could feel that. And that was my reward. Um, It's amazing. Um, It's amazing when I get to think about it, when I, when I get in this kind of mindset where I'm remembering in the beginning of my sobriety what that felt like Um, because as time goes by and I get more used to doing all these things and they don't feel like firsts anymore it's nice to be reminded of how rewarding it was to get through that stuff for the first time sober and um, a lot of times when when I go to a sobriety meeting and I hear somebody else talking about, you know, going into a holiday season and this is their first holiday, this is the first Thanksgiving not drinking um, and not knowing, you know, listening to them and knowing that they don't know yet what it feels like on the other side of this situation. But then hearing them the day after Thanksgiving, which is today, so that was this morning, hearing them say how amazing their Thanksgiving was. And it, you can hear the smile in my voice because it's just, it's so rewarding And those are small victories, each one of those. Um, So each day I went in sobriety, I woke up uncertain if I was going to be able to get through the day without drinking. Some days I didn't even know if I could get through a situation or, you know, an hour without drinking. I lived in like micro minutes where, you know, some days I just faced one obstacle at a time. And 
most importantly, uh, I was comfortable at if if I was uncomfortable at any time, um, I made sure that I always had a way out. And, you know, it's like I always knew where the exit sign was, you know, and um, made sure I always had my own transportation. So making sure that I was prepared to put my sobriety first. Um, and over time, each day became a chance for new victories and I could start saying, okay, I, I did this once already sober, so I know that I can certainly do it again. And, um, and I think like, as I talk about this, I'm thinking in my, um, as I prepared to go into Thanksgiving, I think I did exactly that. I talked about it in my episode, um, the day before Thanksgiving, how I was preparing for my out, preparing to always know where the exit sign was. If my head started, um, hurting, knowing what I needed to do. And I did it. You know, I sat down, I closed my eyes, I went outside and stood in the grass with my dog and, um, and just kind of let my head settle down. So, um, like I talked about the other day, letting go of that idea that I need to be perfect at something, um, that life can look messy. I don't have to make things I don't have to make people think all the time that I know what I'm doing, you know, and that's something that I think I've always been challenged with. It's kind of like when there are certain personalities, you ask them a question. I think I talked about this previously, recently, too. Uh, When you ask somebody a question, and they always have to give you an answer, they always have to, um, act like they know what they're talking about. Like they can't say, I don't know. They can't make other people, they can't let other people know that they might not know what they're talking about. You know, that's what I mean by letting life look messy if I need to. And so trying to let go of my fear of failure and embracing these tiny wins in order to fuel my recovery. And I'm still working on welcoming the unknown. Um, I, I am trying to view each day as an opportunity to heal just a little bit more and find strength in those little triumphs. Um, because they are the, you know, these little, these little triumphs, they are the building blocks for whatever my future is going to look like. And it's, it's hard when I'm stuck in the moment, when I'm stuck in the middle of the day, and I've got pain behind me and pain ahead of me. That's what it feels like. Like I'm, like I'm trapped in the middle of a day 
and my head is just hurting and there's nothing I can do about it but sleep. It, it feels, I've talked about it before, it just feels sometimes like I'm trapped and I, and there's no way out of this head. Um, but at times like that, this, this reminds me that I need to take a moment and recognize how things are a, a little better than they were five months ago, you know, and, um, and celebrate that. And I, and I do have progress. It's just hard for me to see it when, um, you know, I still can't do any big things. I can't, I still can't walk very far from home. Um, I still can't ride in the car with my eyes open. I still can't, um, you know, watch TV. It's, I can't scroll on my phone. You know, I can keep listing. Like I have been listing for five months. I still can't do any of that stuff. But what I can do is I can look at my phone without it moving or anything. I can look at it without getting sharp pains in my head. And I need to acknowledge that that is a victory in itself. So I should celebrate that. So I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm trying. This is me celebrating that. <laughs> I think by just acknowledging it, um, that's a, a wonderful thing. So I hope everybody really had um, a wonderful Thanksgiving yesterday. Um, my son is just left. So he's on his way back home with his girlfriend. And it was just a beautiful visit. My daughter's still here with her boyfriend. So I get another uh, half day or so with them. And uh, it's just been it's been beautiful to have them here. It's really encouraging and uplifting. So I hope everybody else also had a beautiful holiday. And that's all I have for this this evening. Um, so thanks for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow.